0: Welcome to MTSU on the Record. I'm Jenna Logue. MTSU has partnered with area high schools for several years on promoting nutrition, both as a practice and as a profession. Summertime teacher training for high school educators who teach nutrition classes took place June 9th in both in-person and online formats under the auspices of MTSU. Dr. Janet Colson is a professor of nutrition and food science and a registered dietitian. She's here to talk about the training, the classes, and the revision of a free book in which students played a part. And we'll do just that after this.
1: Here are some of the headlines making news at mtsunews.com, the university's news and information website. Recent MTSU graduate Isaac Wehner of Medina, Tennessee, near Jackson, was commissioned as a second lieutenant recently in a special ceremony at the Donald McDonald Hangar at MTSU's Flight Operations Center at Murfreesboro Airport. Commissioning ceremonies are a tradition for students in platoon leaders class, that's the Marines version of ROTC, as they transition from the university to being a member of the military and serving their country. An aerospace professional pilot major and certified flight instructor, Wainer will report to Quantico, Virginia for six months of basic school. As a pilot, he'll eventually move to the Naval Air Station at Pensacola, Florida, for flight training. Wayner becomes the sixth family member and third generation to join the Marines. His father, John Wayner, an MTSU alum, class of 85, with a degree in business administration, retired as a lieutenant colonel. And Suzanne Wayner, Isaac's mother, is a former lieutenant commander in the Navy Nurse Corps and a former MTSU student. And, to commemorate MTSU's recent elevation to R2 high research activity, the College of Graduate Studies is offering a limited-time, reduced $2 application fee for domestic students applying for the fall 2022 semester. The offer, almost a $50 savings, serves as one of the many features that attracts new students to seeking an advanced degree or training at MTSU, the college hitting record enrollment numbers in recent years. Education options range from taking courses as a non-degree student to earning certificates, master's, specialist, and doctoral degrees. The college also continues to waive admission tests for some programs. For MTSU News at any time, go to mtsunews.com.
0: Janet, welcome. Thank you for being with us. Let's start out by talking about this book. This is a free access book. It's a different animal because it's, this is a textbook geared toward high school students. Over the past year, we have
2: been, I have a student worker and myself, we've been working on, it's called remixing an existing free book. And we're trying to cater it, taper it, so that it will be appropriate for high school students in Tennessee, and then also for Tennessee college students. The book that we're using was a brainchild out of the University of Hawaii. So it has a lot of uh, Pacific Islander flair to it. So we have edited it a bit and uh, brought more
0: Tennessee flavor to it. Let's take the two classes uh, one at a time. Uh, First, nutrition across the lifespan. Tell us uh, what students you're targeting with it and what gets taught in that
2: particular class. The Nutrition Across the Lifespan class is a class taught by Tennessee high schools. Currently, there are about 95 high schools throughout the state who teach this class. And it is an introductory nutrition class that introduces the basics of nutrition. And as the the title infers, it does emphasize pregnancy, lactation, feeding young children, uh, nutrition for older adults. So there is a uh, lifespan approach to it. It's also typically taught at the sophomore level. The uh, second nutrition class is typically taught at the junior level in high schools. And ideally, the students take the nutrition across the lifespan class in the 10th grade. And then in the 11th grade, they're ready for nutrition science and diet therapy is technically the name for it. But in that class, They cover more in depth of the nutrients, and then they also look at special diets for people who have diabetes, hypertension, cancer, celiac disease, so it really has more of a diet therapy approach, but ideally at the high school level, the nutrition and dietetic pathway, a student can start in the ninth grade, and they say, oh, I might want to be a dietitian or I might want to teach high school nutrition one day. So they take an introductory general class in human services at the ninth grade level. Tenth grade, they get into nutrition across the lifespan. Eleventh grade, they do the nutrition science class. And then their senior year, hopefully they will do some type of practicum that actually gets them out in the community. Here in Rutherford County, Riverdale High School has a very strong nutrition and dietetics pathway. And at the senior year, a lot of times the students will go to an area, long-term care facility such as Adams Place or Community Care of Rutherford and do a little bit of practicum work at,
0: at those locations. What sort of interest have you seen in these two courses from high schoolers over the years? We're seeing an increase in
2: Interest. One of the reasons is here at MTSU, we offer a dual credit exam. When a high school student takes nutrition across the lifespan and they use resources that we have provided and we train the teachers at during the summer, then at the end of the year, they can take the, it's called a dual credit challenge exam. If they pass that exam, then they get three hours of college credit towards our introductory nutrition class it's NFS 1240 principles of nutrition. For the second class we offer that as a dual enrollment class and for dual enrollment the high school student enrolls at MTSU as a college student and they take the same exact class that our students in college take. For that class, it's only offered online. But we, you know, you're well aware that many high, many college students are really into online classes. So with that class, the high school student can do exactly the same uh, material, the same test, the same assignments as the college student. So it's a good introduction to college. And then when they pass the class, if they do pass the class, then they get three hours of college credit. And what's interesting is those college credits are transferable to other universities.
0: Do a lot of high school students take both classes or do the more majority of them take just the first one and then only the ones that are interested in nutrition as a career take the second? More of
2: the students do take the first class and take the dual credit exam. In fact, this year we will have, In this is only the second year we've done this but we have uh, seven high schools from across the state. Their students will be taking it. We also have uh, ancillary materials. We have PowerPoint slides. We have study sheets. We have a test bank. Most students will just take the first class and do the dual credit exam. This is only the second year that we have offered it. Last year, we had two high schools that were located here in Middle Tennessee, Cannon County, and Riverdale who took it. But because of our training that we did last summer, we had four uh, schools from Knox County. Their students uh, took it. We typically have maybe 20, 25 students at the high school level who actually do the dual enrollment class. And uh, fortunately, this year we have two of those students who have decided to come here to MTSU, and
0: they are majoring in nutrition right now. We'll take a break right here, and we'll be right back. This is MTSU on the Record.
3: Tennessee's farm families contribute to our state's economy, nutrition, and culture. The Tennessee Century Farms Program at MTSU's Center for Historic Preservation acknowledges farms that have been in the same family at least 100 years. To date, the program has certified more than 1,500 farms. There is no cost to nominate a farm or be part of the program. For all the latest MTSU news and information, go to mtsunews.com. The American Democracy Project is a nonprofit initiative which strives for greater voter registration and civic participation among young people at MTSU and at campuses nationwide. Through encouragement from professors and peers, young adults are shown the value of being more active citizens in their community, their state, and their nation. ADP seeks to nurture programs that raise the campus community's level of engagement with society. For all the latest MTSU news and information, go to MTSUnews.com.
0: We're talking with Dr. Janet Colson, professor of nutrition and food science. On June 9th, uh, MTSU will host high school teachers in a training session about how to teach nutrition to high school students. To what extent does quitting their interest in nutrition with these courses turn into a career choice? How many go in that direction? Right now, we're excited that
2: we actually have three students who finished in a nutrition or a food-related pathway at a Rutherford County high school. We have two that went through the nutrition and dietetics, and they are, in my opinion, our top students. They're juniors now at MTSU, and they're in the dietetic concentration under the nutrition and food science major. We also have another student who finished the culinary arts pathway at a Rutherford County High School, and he has chosen to come here to MTSU. Now at the high school level, most high schools will either have culinary arts or they will have a nutrition and and diet therapy pathway. So typically, you know, the student who did the culinary arts, he did not have the option to do the nutrition pathway. Uh, But again, we're excited about the doors that are opening because they begin learning it actually in, in schools now, they start learning about the different career pathways in middle school. And then once they enter into the high school level, they are, you know, they are introduced to the various pathways and they can focus on one.
0: Is this partnership with the high schools unique to MTSU? You've been doing it for about uh, six or seven years now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It is For nutrition, it is unique to MTSU. However, the agriculture, Alana Vaught in agriculture, she has been offering dual credit uh, exams in, I think, four different areas of agriculture. And uh, so the whole concept is not unique, but the nutrition concept is very unique. And we're the only university in the state who offers this type of dual credit exam and we also have the only dual enrollment nutrition
0: exam. This is beneficial for the students uh, even whether they choose to go into nutrition as a career or not because high schoolers don't always eat the healthiest possible foods. And uh, it's, uh, uh, this is, seems to me a very healthy way, pardon the pun, to introduce them uh, to uh, the ways to eat, what to eat, what not to eat, how not to overeat. Uh, this is information they can take with them uh, into life after high school, regardless of whether they ever pick up another nutrition textbook. That's very true. We call it life skills and I call it a
2: health promoting life skills. In our nutrition class at the high school level and also here at MTSU, the first unit covers food safety. Because if you don't know how to handle food safely, then you're gonna be in a lot of trouble. Then also one of the main topics that students enjoy is the uh, weight loss, the energy balance, and anti-obesity and also eating disorders section. So we cover a lot of emphasis on healthy eating, how to eat uh, with lower calories, lower fats. And another thing that is done at the high school level, they require statewide that they do hands-on cooking experiments. So they may learn about carbohydrates, but then they come over and learn to cook, uh, maybe make a muffin that has applesauce or a banana in it instead of refined white sugar. When they talk about fat, they may take a bag of potato chips and put it in a blender. When you put potato chips in a blender, you can see all the fat that's in the potato chip. So they do a lot of hands-on types of things. And cooking is what really attracts these students to the high school classes. Also in our Uh, our department is nutrition and food science. So all the students who come through our program, they finish with at least two or three courses in uh, the foods area in cooking, food safety, those types of things. So again, it is something, I think nutrition is something that we all need to be aware of. It's something that we need to learn at an early age, practice it throughout our lives so that we won't be developing diabetes or high blood pressure or cardiovascular disease later in life.
0: I can just imagine the teacher blending all of those potato chips and then showing it to the students saying, do you really want to eat all that grease? Seriously, that's going into your veins.
2: (laughs) That is a great way to look at it. Yes. Uh, Another thing that uh, is another favorite topic the nutrition across the lifespan, as I've mentioned before, it covers nutrition for pregnancy. Even though teen pregnancy rates are declining, we still have teenagers that get pregnant. And in their 20s, when they're a little bit older, then, you know, the females are going to be uh become mothers. So they need to know how to take care of their, mo- their bodies, what to put in their bodies so that they will have a healthy pregnancy. Gestational diabetes, pregnancy-induced hypertension, in my opinion, those two conditions can be greatly reduced if you eat right and if you exercise. And you start out when you're two, two years old, I was going to say in high school, but start out from an early life and continue that throughout life so that you will be healthy across the lifespan.
0: And just explaining to uh, teenagers how the female body changes as a result of pregnancy, because in the teenage years, some of these pregnancies are highly unexpected pregnancies. Yes. And mm-hmm. it's entirely possible the young lady might not understand everything that's going on inside her body and why she has to perhaps start eating differently than she mm-hmm. has been in the past. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, the book that we're
2: working on, uh, for some reason, we always start with pregnancy because we think that the lifespan begins with pregnancy and then we go through lactation, children, and then we hit adolescence. And the high school and also the college students are typically in the adolescent years. So in that, era, that time, we do discuss the uh, changes that occur with hormones uh, when, a, 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 when a girl goes through adolescence, when she goes through puberty. And we do explain the what will be happening to her body during this phase and how she can prepare that body, how she can fuel her body, how she could put the vitamins and minerals in her body that she needs to create a healthy baby. And, and then keep another, herself healthy, too. Yeah, and keep herself healthy. That's definitely true. And another big emphasis is breastfeeding. I'm a very big breastfeeding advocate. So, uh high school students and college students are extremely interested in breastfeeding in fact when you talk about breastfeeding you might go into a lecture class and you might plan on spending 20 minutes on it and then you wind up spending the entire class period because the students have so many questions and i think in the back of their mind they're thinking oh this is going to be me one very soon you know i may be having a baby and i want to know the best way to feed it and it's not just the girls the guys get really into it too. One thing that I really like to do with my lecture classes I like to do text your mom. It's like get your cell phone out and they're like, "Oh, we get to get our cell phone out and we get to text somebody." And I'm like, "Text your mom. How much did she gain? How many pounds did she gain during pregnancy? Did she breastfeed? Why did she breastfeed?" So they're sitting in class texting their mom and the moms are typically, you know, answering And then they're able to share the types of answers that the moms give. But that, you know, I think that that type of activity gives a lot of uh, real-life meaning to the students.
0: Time for another break. We'll be right back. This is MTSU On The Record.
1: Specialized training in forensic science prepares tomorrow's professionals through the Forensic Institute for Research and Education, or FIRE. The Forensic Anthropology Search and Recovery Team assists law enforcement with skeletal remains at crime scenes. Legendary forensic scientists provide lectures free to the public, and high school students work realistic crime scenes each summer at our CSI MTSU camp. I'm Dr. Hugh Berryman, Director of Fire. For all the latest MTSU information, go to mtsunews.com. The mission of the June Anderson Center for Women and Nontraditional Students is
3: to provide education, advocacy, direct services, outreach, and programming for the MTSU campus and surrounding community on gender-related issues. The center also assists older students who are trying to balance work, college, and family. It also sponsors a monthly legal clinic, career brownback series, book club, and a newsletter twice a year. For all of the latest MTSU news and information, go to mtsunews.com. The Intercultural and Diversity Affairs Center helps to promote awareness and understanding of the wide variety of cultures represented at MTSU. The center provides information, referrals, and resources. Additionally, IDAC tries to make students from different cultures feel welcome and comfortable on campus so they can have every opportunity to fulfill their academic, social, and personal potential. For all the latest MTSU news and information, go to mtsunews.com.
0: Dr. Janet Coulson is our guest. She's a professor of nutrition and food science. She's also a registered dietitian. Now, you're going to be talking about the book we mentioned, Introduction to Nutrition and Wellness, uh, at the Tennessee Department of Education, Career, and Technical Conference in Chattanooga in July. What do you want to get across about that book to that audience? Well, that
2: audience, they, the oh, CTE, the Tennessee Department of Education, they really encourage people to provide free resources for teachers. They want free resources. So what we have provided for them, what we have developed is we have developed a free textbook that they can access on their phone. They can access through the computer. And we want them to use this. And we think that they will use this. There is a big lack of nutrition textbooks that are geared towards this audience. Most of the nutrition textbooks are for college students in their 20s, and they really leave out the information that is pertinent to high school students. For instance, there's a different way to determine obesity among teenagers versus adults. So in our book, we've included how to assess for obesity in the teenagers. Um, Also with teen pregnancy, we've uh, included that. Another thing that I have kind of put in there is really to emphasize that no alcohol during pregnancy or no drugs during pregnancy are safe. Um, So, you know, there's a lot of emphasis that we have
0: included for them. Uh, how do you assess the progress of, of the program of uh, MTSU partnering with the high schools through these two courses? Uh, what sort of a yardstick do you determine the extent to which it's succeeding?
2: I think the first year that we offered this exam was last summer, or last May, and we had two high schools that participated. This year, we will have seven or eight that participate. Hopefully next year we will go up to 16 to 18. So I think the number of people who participate is the way that we gauge it. Also the number of teachers who come to our our summer training and give us feedback on what they need for the next year. So returning teachers are the way that we gauge it. Uh, Another thing you mentioned, the pedagogy that we will be covering. One thing that these high school teachers really Benefit from is they say we learn from other teachers because they come to these trainings and we typically allot maybe uh, 30 minutes to an hour so that the teachers can share their tips. And so that is the way that the teachers really, uh, really gain it. Uh, one thing that we asked last summer is we, uh, some of the teachers that said, well, how do you recruit teacher students to take your nutrition classes? And we were thinking it would be, oh, food. You know, if they come take this nutrition class, they're going to get to eat in it. But there were two teachers that were from way out in East Tennessee, and they said that the way that they recruit their students is that their students know that the two of them offer safety, that the students, the high school students know that, and there were two of the nutrition teachers at this high school, but they know that if they go to them with any problem, that the teachers are going to listen and the teachers are very open and the teachers are non-judgmental. So again, I thought, you know, last summer's training, that was the one thing that really stood out to me, that the teachers are human. And we're teaching things in the classes better life skills. It's something that you learn now and you will continue for the rest of your life. My father uh, got his master's of public health many years ago from Tulane University, many years ago. This was probably in the 1950s. And he took a nutrition class. He took a public health nutrition class. And the one thing he learned in that was that frozen orange juice had more vitamin C than canned orange juice. So growing up, we always had frozen orange juice because the freezing process retains the vitamin C. So, and that is something that he learned in one college class. But now, today, you know, 60 years later, I still remember that. And hopefully, the students that take our classes, we will teach them. They will, in turn, teach their children, and those children
0: will remember it and practice it for years to come. If you want to know more about either of the two high school nutrition courses or the book Introduction to Nutrition and Wellness, send an email to Janet Colson. That's Janet, common spelling, dot C-O-L-S-O-N at M-T-S-U E-D-U. And Janet, thank you for being on MTSU on the way. Thank you for all that you do. You're wonderful. We'll be right back. The MTSU Department of Art has the newest facility for visual arts in the state with approximately 50,000 square feet of space, including high-tech computers and computer-driven equipment for multimedia, graphic design, printmaking, sculpture, painting, and ceramics. We feature a visiting artist lecture program and an exhibition program that exposes students to work by national and international artists.
1: To find out more, visit mtsunews.com.
0: The
2: Concrete Industry Management Program at MTSU fills the need for trained personnel who know concrete technology and techniques. Our alumni go into the marketplace grounded in basic math and science and able to promote products or services related to the industry. Our participation in the academic common market ensures talented students in other states a chance to enroll on an in-state tuition
3: basis. This is Dr. Heather Brown, director of the program.
1: To find out more information on this or other university programs, visit MTSUNews.com.
3: MTSU's Jewish and Holocaust Studies minor offers undergraduate students a chance to study the culture and religion of the Jewish people and the Holocaust in an interdisciplinary program. Studies include History and Culture, Theology and Philosophy, and the Arts and Social Sciences. Courses tackle vital topics central to local and global awareness, including multiculturalism and the meanings of diversity, religious tolerance, and genocide. For the latest MTSU news and information, go to mtsunews.com.
0: Randy Weiler has the middle moment. MTSU Customs New Student Orientation continues through the end of July. Thousands of freshmen and transfer students will be preparing to begin their next chapters,
3: adapting to the campus environment. New Student and Family Programs Director Gina Poff
1: shares more.
2: This year we're excited to bring students and multiple guests to campus. We will be doing pretty intense exploration about what the campus feels like and looks like so they'll get to have a good a feel for where their classes are going to be this year we're going to do advising on campus and registration on campus so there won't be that virtual piece that we had last year so that's really exciting that the students will get to face to face spend some time face to face with the academic advisors um the registration folks and get their classes so they will leave customs with a schedule in hand um and a In addition to that, we've got all of our resource folks, again, out prepared to to share all the things that campus has
0: to offer. That's MTSU on the Record. I'm Jenna Logue. Thanks for listening. MTSU on the Record, a news and information program about Middle Tennessee State University, is produced by the university's Marketing and Communications Office, which is solely responsible for its content. Read more about MTSU at our website, mtsunews.com. Podcasts of this program are available at
1: mtsunews.com and on iTunes.